And uh, we're in a series called Why Jesus. Are you liking that? Has it been good? It's been good. Uh, if this is your first installment, um, get the podcast from last week and tune in this week. But we're talking about for freedom. And, um, you know, it's interesting, this concept of freedom, uh, because I've found that I, I've seen people who have a lot, you know, I mean, in our terms, we would say, man, that person has so much freedom. They just have so many options. But then I've watched that person who has many options be imprisoned by the very options. Procrastination and indecision and can be a prison. So just because they're free doesn't mean they're free. I've seen people who have nothing trapped, you know, don't have a lot, but have a freedom, have a joy, have a, have a, a smile on their face in, in tough circumstances. So I don't know about you, but I've learned that freedom isn't necessarily your circumstances. Freedom isn't really based on what's happening around you. You can have everything but be enslaved. You can have nothing but be so free. I want to be free. I don't want to be trapped by things. I want to be free. I don't know if you've ever felt like, man, I just want to be free. I'm sick of being stuck and stuck in what they think and stuck in what they said and stuck in what I did and stuck in where I've been, stuck in my past. I wanna be free. But maybe sometimes we're looking at freedom and for freedom in all the wrong places. So I'm praying that we would discover freedom new way. In fact, let me tell you this. There's this guy in the Bible called Paul. Have you heard of him? If you haven't, don't worry. Paul, he's like an apostle, okay? So he, he basically wrote most of the New Testament, like all the letters you read to the Galatians and the Philippians and Thessalonians, and he wrote all those. So he's a, he's a good guy. Wrote all those letters. One time he's in a, a town and he prays for this woman who has kind of like a demonic thing, a dark force that's got a hold of her. And he comes up with his buddy, Silas, great name, and, and together they're there, they pray for this woman. She gets set free, completely free. However, the locals are very upset by that because they were using this woman to make money through her abilities that had not come from God, okay? But there were abilities. So they were using this woman to make money and hey, come and, come and see her and she'll tell you the future. Come and so they were, they were making a living. And so Paul, you know, naughty Paul, rocks up, heals her. Sorry, you know, she gets set free. Sorry for setting her free, you know, <laughs> so sorry. They get all upset and they throw them in prison. So Paul and his buddy Silas are in prison. And, and it says in Corinthians, it says they put them not just in the cell, like all the other jokers, they put them in the inner cell and then they cuffed them up and they were stuck in the middle of the prison. You know, like you cannot get out of this, this spot. You know, you're in the middle of the prison. And Paul's sitting there 
And I can imagine probably got a bit of a smile. <laughs> like what a weirdo, you know? He's in prison, just happy. <laughs> he says, hey Silas, you know, let's sing. <laughs> and they start singing. Who does that? <laughs> They're in prison. They should be downcast, defeated, discouraged. But Paul and his buddy Silas start singing. And the prison around them couldn't hold the freedom that was in them. And so songs of freedom and joy start bubbling over. So much so that the freedom that was in them started to show up around them. And an earthquake shook the prison and their shackles fell off. And Silas and Paul went out singing. They left the inner cell and every other prisoner with them got set free. This is the kind of freedom I want in my life where you can put me in a prison, you can shut me down, but I got freedom on the inside that you can't stop. I'm sorry, I'm really excited can't stop it. And it's that kind of freedom that overflows into your life. And that's what I'm praying we would catch today. Lord, fill us afresh today. Give us freedom from the inside out. Freedom. Can't be choked out by the worries of life. Freedom that comes from Jesus Christ. We love you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Can you thank Paulus, our incredible keys player? We love you, bro. Thanks for all you're doing. Hey, so we're going to turn to the book of John, John chapter 4. We're going to go to verse 4, and we're going to read a little bit. And um, this, this, is, this is what I want you to catch. Freedom is not about your situation. Freedom is about your source. And that's what we're going to look at today. Freedom is not about my situation. Freedom is about my source. Not like tomato sauce, not sauce like that. S-O-U-R-C-E, okay? Source. But Jesus is the source, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, if you're under, if you're 12, you probably know. John 4, 4 to 26. Are you ready for the word? You hungry? Yes, you are. Verse 4, it says this. Now he, being Jesus, had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there and Jesus, tired as he was, he was God, but man, tired. He knows everything you're going through. He knows, he knows even if you feel tired, he's felt tired once too. And as he was tired from the journey, he sat down by the well. It was about noon. Everyone say noon. It's important. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. Good to know. The Samaritan woman said to him, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. So right now, this poor woman is very confused. You know, like Jesus is talking in code. She just wants to drink from the well. And he's like, well, I am the well. And she's like, that's weird, you know. And he goes on. 
She says, sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them, in them, in them, a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, come on, this is awesome. Give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have, have to keep coming here to this well. She's still confused. She thinks he's talking about a physical well. He told her, go call your husband and come back. And now it gets really awkward. She says, I have no husband. Jesus says, I know. And she says, are you a stalker? You know, how do you know that? She, I love how, how it says, Jesus said, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband, it's your boyfriend. What have you, you have just said is quite true. <laughs> Sir, the woman said, I can see that there's something going on here. Are you a prophet? Like, who are you? Crazy. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus said, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. And the woman, amazingly, still slightly confused, says, I know that Messiah guy is coming. When he comes, he'll tell us everything. And Jesus says, yo, <laughs> I'm that guy. I, the one speaking to you, I am he. So here's Jesus doing a live illustration He's talking to a woman about a well, at a well, except the, the, the joke is, he is the well. And so he talks to her and he's explaining, you know, oh, the well, yeah, living water. And she's like, whoa. And, and all along, he's, he's taking her on this journey to finding real living water because it's not, you know, what you physically have that actually gives you life. It's what's living in you that really gives you life. It's really what is happening in your heart, in your soul, that is dictating what's happening around you. And it's so interesting because this woman comes to the well at noon. Pastor Brett, at noon. Everybody goes to the well in the morning or at night. Nobody goes at noon. It's too hot. Like you, you I mean, you, how do you say it? You, you're dumb, okay? If you go to the well at noon, not smart, too hot. You, no one does that. They go morning, evening. So everybody from her town goes in the morning, evening, but she by herself comes at noon. I wonder why. Maybe she's had one too many awkward conversations about her past and present 
that she's sick of seeing the whole town who all know about her and know her past and know her history and they're holding it against her and sometimes church can feel like that. Let's never let it feel like that. That There's no holding people to what they were but we're gonna see them set free into a new future and a new plan and there she is at noon. She's trying to avoid people. And she does, effectively. She avoids all of humans' attention. You know, all the, all the humans. I don't know why I'm calling them humans. People. I mean, what, am I an alien? Yeah. I am. I'm from heaven. You know. She, uh. So she's there avoiding people effectively. However, doesn't realize that she couldn't avoid heaven because God had turned up at noon too. <laughs> if I'm Jesus' PA, okay, which I'm not, but if I was, I'd be terrible. But if I was, I would say, Jesus, uh, okay, three years, not much time. We're going to get this thing out to the whole world. And you're going to come to one well out of the way for one woman. What are you doing? Let's get Instagram. Okay, let's get Twitter. Let's get it, the message out there. Let's get a crowd. Let's maximize your time. I mean, one woman. But isn't that God? He leaves the 99 for the one. It says that Jesus had to go through Samaria. It wasn't like, oh, where should I go? Oh, whoops, we'll just go through Samaria. No, he intentionally knew what he was doing because he knew he had an appointment. He had an assignment and it was for this one woman at this well. And here he is and he's talking to her and And it gets interesting because he starts to talk to her about her husbands and her past. I'm going to move this. And and as she's talking to him and he's reading her mail, it's interesting to me because we start to see a pattern in her life. Um, So I need some help. Guy Guy Stain and Jason Baldwin, come on, welcome these guys up. They're um, prepared. Okay. Yep, one on either side. Good job. Good job. Oh, guy, look at those guns. <sighs> if you want to drink a water, don't mess with him. <laughs> okay, so two wells, two wells, two wells. So so one well on the left and one well on the right. Okay? Here I have some buckets. You all know what a bucket is? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Bucket. So Jesus is talking to this woman and and she's obviously um, been going to a a certain well um, physically, but also underlying that she's been going to another well um, of relationships and she's been through quite a few. And um, it's kind of like, it's kind of, well, look, it's kind of like a bucket, all right? Come with me. It's, it's like a bucket because we will um, often change things, change buckets, trying to find what we're looking for because we're thirsty. Come on, we're all thirsty. If you think you're not thirsty, newsflash, you are. We are all thirsty. We all have an empty place in our soul that needs to be filled. 
we need freedom and power that comes from another place. And so we'll look for it in other places other than God, other than Jesus. And she's been in a pattern of this. And, uh, you know, we live like this. We'll, we'll come over to the well with a, a green bucket. You know, who likes green? Me either. Okay, so we come to a well, the green bucket. And, and Jason, pour in. Okay, nothing happens, all right? Okay, nothing in the bucket. So I think, okay, this bucket isn't working. Ah, I knew I shouldn't have got the green one. <sighs> this bucket sucks, you know. I'm gonna get me a, <laughs> a new bucket. So we go, okay, I'll try this red bucket. Green buckets, don't do it, guys. They're terrible. Get a red bucket. So we get a red bucket and we come, come to the same well. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. What's it? It's not working. Are you, are you joking me? Well, <laughs> why? I mean, I've been coming here for years. I've been here for 30 years. Coming and, the, and you still got nothing? Knew I shouldn't have got a red bucket. And so we think the problem, again, is in the bucket. So we say, hey, somebody help me. I need a different bucket. And so some salesman says, ah, that's your problem. You tried the red and the green. You need the gray. And so they sell you the gray. But you come back to the same well. Come on, gray. Let's go gray. Come on, gray. Oh, okay. Awkward. Uh, same. I'm, I, I'm sure I got a different bucket. But I'm, I'm at the same well. So then I, I go, okay, okay. I'm going to get a red square bucket this time. I knew I shouldn't have got square. And I come to the same well and it doesn't work. So I change buckets again and I need something more sturdy. So I get a metal bucket and I, I come back to the same well and I say, come on, fill me up and it doesn't work. And then, and then I say, ah, I knew I should have got the black bucket. This bucket's way better. And so I come to the same well with a different bucket, expecting a different result. And let's be honest, I'm not talking about buckets today. I'm, I'm talking about you've been drinking from the wrong well, changing it, thinking, you know, oh, that's all I need. I need a new relationship. That, then it'll fix. Ah, that's what I need. I need a new church. Then it'll fix. Ah, that's what I, I need some new friends. Then it'll fix. Ah, I, I need to change my outfit. Then, then it'll work. Ah, then, maybe, maybe if I move, I'm going to move. I'm going to move suburbs and then, then it'll work. Ah, may, no, maybe, I need, maybe I need to get a haircut, you know, and be quiet. I know I need a haircut. Shut up. And so maybe that'll fix it, you know. Maybe, maybe that's the problem. And so we're changing buckets when we need to change wells. Going to the same old well with a different bucket won't fix the emptiness in your soul. You don't need a new bucket. You need a new well. You don't need a new relationship. You don't need a new church. You don't need a new anything. What you need is a new well. You don't need more of that. Money won't fix it. Houses won't fix it. Things won't fix it. You don't need a new bucket. You need a new well. And so God is saying to this woman, girl, time to 
Because I've found you can have any old bucket. I mean, a bucket's a bucket, right? <laughs> it does the same thing. It doesn't matter what color bucket I choose. All I need is an empty jar. All you need is a heart that is humble. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to have it all together. All you need is an empty jar. Jar, a heart, a life that says, God, I need you. Don't worry about what kind of bucket you feel like today. Don't worry about what you're holding. Just change wells and you will get a different result because when I change wells and I come to the well of life, suddenly what I was expecting starts to happen. And I can have any old bucket, but if I have the well of life, I'll find freedom that comes from heaven. And so this woman discovers a new well. But Jesus is that well. We need to understand that Jesus is that well. And if you come to church for a long time, that's good. But you need to understand, Jesus is the well. Ministry is not the well. Being on team is not the well. Jesus is the well. There's not another well. So if you think it's got to do with, with, the, with the building, friend, it doesn't. We can, we can do whatever to the physical environment, which is good and important, but it's, it's not the well. Don't come to church looking at the wrong well. Jesus is the well. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the life. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is freedom, and it's the freedom you've been looking for. So every time, come looking for the well. Come hungry for the well. Be in connect group, hungry for the well. And what I found is that when you focus on the well, you know that old song? It is well. It is well with my soul. You know why it's well? Because you found the well. That's why it's well. It's not well because my circumstances are perfect. It's well because I found the well, Jesus Christ. It's incredible is that when you find the well, he starts to fill you up. So if I can, guy, grab that, grab that bucket. Jason, you can put that down. Grab that silver bucket. Bossing them around. Here we go. Jason in the middle here. Come on, man. Put it on put it on the ground. Good job. Jason Bourbon is just the best. Okay, guy, come over here. So put put the jug down. Lightly with those muscles. Okay. Don't break it. And so if I just come even just with a cup, you know, like, like don't even need a big, just a, just a cup. And if I come to the right well, I come to the well of Jesus Christ. I come to him and I say, Lord, here I am. Pour out over my life. What I've found, we're both shaking. What I've found, pour it, man, pour it. 
pour it. Hang on a second. When I find the right well, the well, I become a well. And what's in me, what's being poured in me overflows. And so now I'm not the well, but I become a well. And the joy that I got from him starts to live in me. And so now that I've found the well, I become a well. And I can go to you and say, hey, you want some joy? Here you go. Hey, you need some freedom? Here you go. Hey, you need some peace? Here you go. I found the well. Now I am a well. This is the power of Jesus Christ in your world. He'll make you a well. And you'll go to work. And there'll be a storm. And there'll be traffic. And then you'll go home to the family and there'll be things happening. But because you've found the well and you've now become a well, you can step into all sorts of situations and pour out what God has poured in. This is the power of Jesus Christ in your life. Can we thank our assistants? You're done. Band, you can come and join me. There is only one well. You gotta know this, there's only one well. Jesus is the only well. And you can live your life drinking from a well, but never discover the well. You can spend your whole life living a way, but never find the way. Living a truth, but never find the truth. Living a life, but never discovering the life. Friends, Jesus is the wellspring of life. And it says that when, oh, that's a replay, isn't it? That when Jesus came back to the woman in Samaria, he came back to the town and the whole town the whole town heard her testimony. Heard her story. The whole town came out and because of what Jesus had done in her, the way He had set her free from the inside out, the way she had discovered freedom that she could not get from any man. Says she had five husbands with a sixth, her boyfriend. But there standing before her was the seventh man, Jesus Christ. Seven, biblically, refers to completion. And all her life, what she'd been looking for, all her days, what she'd been searching for was standing right there in front of her. Jesus Christ, she found the well of life. And it says that in you will become a spring. And so because of her encounter with Jesus, she left with freedom in her soul. So much freedom that just like Paul and Silas, whilst they were stuck in prison, they found a freedom that was unlocked and it springed up and it sprung up so much that it set them free physically around them. And this woman discovered the spring of life so much that people who knew her, people knew her, 
People knew her story. They saw what God had done and they said, no way. This is crazy. I better come and hear her story. So they come and hear her story. And then it says at the end of John 4, it says in the final verses, it says that the people said to her, hey, we liked your testimony. But now that we've seen Jesus, my life should always, it'll be a well. But I don't, you aren't meant to drink from me. My well is meant to be a taste of the well so that you can taste and see that God is good. We are never meant to connect people just to us. We are meant to bring them in and show them what it tastes like, but then point them to Jesus Christ. And the whole town received Christ and a revival broke out in Samaria. And I believe for you today that if you are here and you've been drinking from the wrong well, now is your moment to realign your life and drink from the right well. Drink from the well of Jesus Christ. There is no freedom found in any other place. Real freedom, true freedom that no one can take from you is found in Jesus. You won't get it from any other religion. You won't get it from Buddha. You won't get it from anybody else. This is a freedom that only Jesus 